be ready for a Friday morning. Jesus, how do we make it? How do we survive another week of this bullshit edition of the 22? Welcome. Thank you for listening to a Catch-22 podcast, which is a show taped directly from my own personal Catch-22, and that is my morning commute. Insane situation with no hope or plausible way out. Um, so yeah, from this hopeless situation, I try to make uh, try to make lemonade out of uh, bullshit here. So let's see. Um, I think I've used that line before. I feel like I've made use use that line before. Something like that. Some sort of lemonade line where it wasn't lemons, it's lemonade. So not very original start to the day. Um, if you're one of those bloodthirsty pig fuckers who turned tuned in for uh, an update on my little um, on my revenge plot in the condo association let me just just know that condo association jeez oh, condo association politics moves along at a snail's pace so uh, all the yesterday was I found out the lady's name so there you go day two of of uh, my uh, of my, really be my my crowning glory if I'm able to. This lady's been on this board for a hundred years, so if I'm able to do anything, I got a feeling she has the votes. I mean, I found out a few things. I know who's on my side, at least neighbor-wise, and who's against me, and just meaning her side versus not her side. Luckily, there's a bunch of young people who don't like this lady, so I have no idea what she does or what the other candidates do or who the other candidates might be. Or, um, uh, or, or if she even has a position, or just st- or just sticks around whoever's in, in charge and uh, licks their chodes. I have no idea what happens. So whatever, I'll figure it out. I know her name now. That's number one. So at least I can get going on the voodoo doll. I start with that aspect of the revenge. It's Friday, man, and there is just—I mean, not the, what, I mean, what a week. I got a little bit of the football fever this week. Then started reading something about about the football season. I was like, yeah, I'm not quite ready for it. I got like the fever of like Sunday for Monday night football. I got the fever for games and action and just kind of uh, is that the guy? Shit! I think I just lost. I think I just lost. Uh, there's two roads you could take. I think that guy just beat me down. He went one road, I went the other road. I think this guy just beat me. So, that sucks. I wasn't paying attention to the race. If I was, no way that guy would have beaten me. But now we're both behind the same schmuck. <laughs> Going 25 miles an hour. So, yeah, a little bit of football fever. I don't know. Hard knocks will come around in a, in a month. That'll be, I'm, you know, it's just I'm, I'm ready, but I'm not quite ready. But you know what it is, is... Like, like baseball, I love baseball, and I could talk about baseball every day, but I have no desire to do it on the show because it gets, it's fucking repetitive and boring after one day it's repetitive and boring. I can't complain about every game. 162 season, I just can't find it in me to complain about, and plus the Yankees are on a little bit fucking streak now, so I can't complain about anything. And, uh, and the things I do complain about, it would just be the same shit I'm complaining about their preparedness for the postseason 
But I mean, even still, like the Mets are having a meltdown of all meltdowns. They've blown leads in like five straight games or something. I don't know. They've blown big leads in five straight games. Bullpen has bullpen has just coughed it up night after night for a week. Mickey Callaway is having a meltdown. Jason Vargas threatened the reporter. I just don't give a shit. I don't have to talk about it. And what can I possibly add to that? These guys suck. These guys suck. And they're not handling it well at all. They're, they're not interesting to me in the least. They're fucking Mets. Could the Mets be interesting? Yeah, they could be interesting. But not, not this way. This is not interesting to me. I just don't fucking care. Democratic debate part two was last night. Ridiculous. And this isn't a Democrat-Republican thing. It's a, polit- it's a politics thing. It's just ridiculous. I mean, all the graphics, all the pomp, all the circumstance. And, you know, the big stage. You know what? Throw them, on, throw them on a fucking middle school stage, all right? And make them wait in line for answers, all right? Single file, motherfuckers. You want to respond? You can. But you have, you'll have your chance. You come up and you get like 10, 15 minutes. Questions, boom, you get it out there. Boom, say what you got to say. 10, 15 minutes. Boom. Okay? You go through the line once. And then, you know, you got three panelists up there who can't fucking control... They couldn't fucking tame a goldfish, these fucking people. Okay? Going through the line once. Then you got your... You get them back up there second time. Okay, you ask a couple follow-up questions. And then you say, look, do you have any responses that you want to make? That anybody said about you? Anything you respond to that the candidate said that we didn't bring up? Okay, you do that a second time. Maybe a third time through the line. Be sure everybody gets their final points shorter the third time through the line. Instead of 15 minutes, you're getting five minutes. Now you got all these jackasses like hyenas over each other. If I may, sir, if I may, sir, if I may, sir, if I may, sir, if I can't, if I just have a, if I could just respond, please, please may. I mean, they're all just morons talking over each other. They're not morons. Obviously, they've had some success in their life. But, I mean, they look like morons up there. They look like a bunch of fucking jackasses. Best, I think the best idea I heard was... Oh, man, first of all, you need... Mod- the moderators are atrocious. I mean, Savannah Guthrie, Lester Holt, and the other guy... I mean, they, like I said, they fucking... It was like they're trying to hold a, a porcupine in a wet paper bag. Just bursting through everything. Oh, I got it right, right through. We don't got shit, man. I I watched the, until the first break. I can't, I can't fucking, I can't sit through the whole thing like that. It's fucking terrible. And they try and pose it as entertainment too, which is, makes it even worse. Like you're trying to make this entertaining, and you're failing miserably. The be- I think the best idea was the, um, not PTI. What's the other show? Uh, the Around the Horn. Yeah, throw them up there on a screen. You give them a chance. You're done with them, you mute them. I think I think my idea is a little bit better because... Well, if they're, anytime if they're on the screen but they can't talk, then you can at least see their expressions and how comfortable they are when they, don't, when they can't actually say anything. Here, they can, like, raise a finger. Go, ah, uh, no, no. 
Like you see a Bernie what's the one just go no. Just start and drop one of those in. No, 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 no. No, this isn't look man, that's very unbecoming. Wait your turn and then you swing a fucking big stick, man. Talking over each other. There's supposed to be some sort of or, or, organize, organization there. Right? Can't fucking hold down a panel. How are you going to hold down fucking country? Whatever. Um, it's, just, it's just atrocious. I can't. If you watched all two hours of that, I shut, I shut it off. I watched a movie. Zombieland. I've never seen it. Decided to watch last night. It was funny. I'm not going to do my uh, movie review. It's a thousand years old, that movie. But it was pretty funny. Um, turned it off. And they were do- the movie ended. And they were doing interviews with the candidates after. Don't you dare try and fucking weasel in here. Every day, every day in the highway, it's just not fail. Jackasses everywhere. Jackasses on the Democratic stage. And again, I don't want that fucking big stage Orlando Convention Center. No. Middle school fucking gym or middle school auditorium. That's what I want. Get it real tight and uncomfortable in there. Bring your own water. And uh, I want to see... I don't see these people with, like, those coolers, um, you know, like the Tupperware coolers, whatever, popping them open for drinks in between. You can hear, like, the ice swishing like they're at a kid's soccer game. That's what I want to see. Don't give them any kind of... Don't give them any comfort at all. None. Tough circumstances. Maybe even crank the heat a little bit. Or make it super cold. Arctic weather for the sec- after the second break. Really hot weather, first break. Don't make it fucking easy on them. Challenge them. And let hecklers have their day. Let hecklers... Look, man. It's not a fucking picnic from the goddamn country. Let hecklers have their... Have, have a little bit of say in it. Professional hecklers, maybe. Maybe you don't want some amateur douche up there being like, you know, just booing randomly. You want a good heckler. Let a heckler have a moment. Make it uncomfortable for him, man. These guys get uncomfortable just waiting for their turn. Make it make it legitimately uncomfortable. Fuck, man. Make it too easy on them. And again, and the panelists are just, are just atrocious. F's, F's all around for the panelists. F right down the list. Look, Savannah Guthrie, she's great and everything. Stick to fucking morning news where you could do one or two big news stories and you get the tabloids for the next four hours. All right. Lester Holt, he's a little more, little more um, seasoned, I guess. But still, he's not, he's not, you know, moderating the whole thing. He's too uh, soft-spoken. No, it's not that it's a bad thing. He's just too soft-spoken. He can't. Doesn't uh, doesn't demand any sort of I don't know just any sort of I guess I don't want to say respect because respect's not the word but isn't it, it doesn't demand any sort of authority that's what we're looking for authority 
over the people on stage. And uh, the last guy, but I can't remember his name, I think it was Gomez. I feel bad for him because he ju- he was just there so these jackasses can say, Benvenudos, and make it sound like they know Spanish. I don't know. It just, it's not, not a good system. Bad system. MSNBC fails as a panel. Fails. All right. That's too much of the fucking Dems and the um, debates. I just... Again, I don't... I, I can't... I'm not going to go over policy and what they went over. Like, that's all for you to fucking decide. And I'm not well-versed on it. But I can tell you, production from a production standpoint and from a coherency standpoint, as a guy who is considers himself an expert on being incoherent day in and day out you can you can tighten that up a bunch a lot of incoherent bullshit going on there and also you, you're also going to get accused of giving certain people time, equal time over others I got a way to, I got a way to you know you get again you get them in line man you get three big points okay let's say you want to hit healthcare you want to hit Immigration, you want to hit, I don't know, a third one. I don't know. Um, the economy. Okay? You got 20 minutes. Conversation with the panel. And the panel can bounce questions off of them. As they go through it, okay, boom, five minutes on this, five minutes on this, five minutes on this. And then maybe that's it. And then, okay, we'll get back. We'll give notes. We'll catch up. When you're back, you're done. Back of the line. Back of the line, Bernie. Back of the line, Joe. Don't get too close to Kamala, all right? Ah, boy. Just, I mean, just the fucking... It's asinine. It's asinine. It's awful. I can't believe I just... I wasn't even thinking about it. I did no pre-production on the show here. I just had written down... I just have written down Dem Debate around the horn. That was my only note for that. And I, and I already came up with a better fucking idea that MSNBC actually did. And it makes it all fucking presidential, blue waving things in the background, the music, you know, makes it sound like it's fucking, uh, it's, it's high honor. No, man, you're here to sell yourself. You want to be a fucking politician, you want to be a politician on the biggest fucking stage, put them front and center. And you want to do a debate, like a debate after, ten people is too much. Ten people is too much. Okay? When you narrow down, when you narrow it down a little bit. There's going to be a million of these things. We narrow it down a little bit when a couple people drop out, okay? Or just do a week, okay? Do a week. You get four of them on stage. You do four of them. You have 20. So that's five nights. Monday night, MSNBC. Tuesday night on Fox. Wednesday night on NBC. ABC, CBS, whatever the fuck. CNN, whatever. Look, man, there's a lot you can do here. And also, there's a lot of content here. If people didn't get fucking exhausted from politics from 2016, you're gonna you're gonna do fine here. And you mix them up, and you make it interesting. You have 20 fucking jackasses vying for this position. I'm not sure this guy's turning, so I'm gonna scoot around him here. Make them fucking earn it. Make them work for it. Okay, there is no more. They're not going on trains across the country anymore. There's no more of these kind of trips. It's all on network TV. Fuck. I just fucking solved 2018 
uh, the 2020 election for you. 2018, you idiot. 2020 election for you. Thank you. That's what I do in the fucking car here. That made a lot of sense, man. MSNBC, you're on notice. CNN, you're on fucking notice. Fox, you're on fucking notice. Fox, another, another, I mean, that's another problem altogether. But you want to be legitimate news? Handle things, be smart about things. Handle things a little differently. Change things up to, to make it run more smoother, more smoothly. That's fucking, <laughs> that's the peak irony right there. More smoother. <laughs> fucking taking them to task for how unorganized they are. And then <laughs> my, my hard-hitting line is a fucking Ralph, Ralph, a Ralph Wiggum quote. Phenomenal. Oh, boy. Yeah. You know what? Yesterday, I'll end on something. Yes, okay, I got a, okay, I got a couple things I'm going to clean up. I'm going to try and get as much in as possible as I inch towards uh, the train station here. I got to say, one of my least favorite things, I got a lot of least favorite things about office life, and my, those canned responses to situations are like the worst. Like, this is the local, this is the express, whatever, you know, on the elevator. I hate that shit. I hate it. Yesterday, I got the one, uh, you know, I had a shirt that was similar. Somebody else in the office. I mean, got, I mean, like it's blue, white, some sort of pattern. Maybe like, you know, you, we all wear basically the same fucking Dockers bullshit. Whatever the fuck it is. All right. I hate that. Oh, would you guys, would you guys call each other this morning? Oh, would you guys coordinate your outfits for the week? You know, oh, come on, man. Just fuck it. Stop. Don't. Don't bother me with that. Okay? Cross that one off the list. <laughs> um, this, this is kind of funny. There was uh, a traffic incident on the way to the Denver airport a day or two ago where everybody taking Google Maps had a detour pop up. And they changed their trip from 43 minutes to 23 minutes. At least it's one person. That's what they said. 43 minutes to 23 minutes. Knocking 20 minutes off your drive. So they take it. And it's down a, a, a road that was muddied with uh, with, with the previous rain, I guess. Muddied it up. And uh, car got stuck. 100 cars got stuck behind them. 100 car pile up, not pile up, but 100 car traffic jam in the mud, stuck in the mud on the way to the airport. Brilliant. I mean, I'm not saying you need to know everything about where you're going. Like, I don't know how many people. I mean, if, there's, if you're an Uber driver and you ended up there, you're, you got a problem because you got to know, you got to know the fucking roads around the airports if that's the kind of work you're going to be doing, right? If you're an Uber driver who does airport runs, and you got to know that. If you're just somebody going to the airport, you go to the airport once or twice a year, you should probably know that. But I mean, you can't, like, I'm not sure that blindly following, if it's your first time was you, like, in a rental, there's nobody that was, that was noted as being in a rental car or anything. I'm sure that 100 cars, I'm sure a couple rentals are going back to the airport. Those people, I understand, like, you're not from Denver. But it just goes to show you, you should you got to know your route a little bit more. Got to know your route. GPS, you can't fucking rely on GPS. 
Because then, then you can't like, imagine blaming GPS for getting lost. No, man, you're the one driving the car. You're the human with the brain. So in the end, okay, that's a convenient excuse for getting stuck in the mud. But in the end, there, you gotta, you, there's got there's to be something along the way where you're like, this doesn't look like a great way to go. I don't nothing, nothing, nothing. I saw the road, and it's lined with the hundred fucking cars. So you tell me that one person saw twenty five cars. I was like, nope, I'm not, I'm turning around. It's a fucking dirt road. I'm turning the fuck around. That's on you, man. Listen, that's it for today. I don't know if we're gonna do a PM show. We'll see. Possibility for a PM show tonight. The old uh, PM radio roulette on a Friday. I'll probably record if it comes out. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what kind of mood I'm in. I got I got some things to do after work today. So, um, not well. No fun things eventually, but just a little running around before that I get to that. So we'll see if I uh, am in the mood to do it. If not, you know, have a great weekend. Don't take any shit from anybody. We'll be back here in the 22 sooner uh, than you can count to. I don't know. Ah, fuck. Fucking endings are the worst things to do. Uh, here, here we are. The 20, here's the 22. Signing off. Till next time.